It's the dictionary. Dictionary. It's the dictionary. It's the dictionary. Dictionary. It's the dictionary. Dictionary. Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of the dictionary. I am Spencer. I am your humble, humble host for this podcast. And uh, this is a very special episode. Uh, there's no guest, although there probably will be a guest tomorrow. That's going to be a weird one. Um, but we are finishing the DI section. Uh, let's see, we've done DIV for a handful of episodes. Uh, yeah, we're going to finish DIV, move on to DIX, DIY, which is actually a word, DIZ, and then a bunch of consonants. So that's going to be weird. Weird and fun, just like this podcast. All right, so the first word in this episode is divorcee, or divorcee, or divorce, or divorcee. D-I-V-O-R-S-E. Oops, no, it is not an S. It is a C. I'm very dumb. And the E at the end has an accent that goes boop. This is a noun from 1877, and it is a divorced man. And we're going to move right to the next word. The sound effect is going to be... I don't know if that's accurate, but we'll just do it. So the next word is pronounced, I think, all the same ways. Divorce, divorcee, divorce, divorce, divorcee. Um, but the only difference is the spelling. There's an added E at the very end after the one with the accent, and this is a noun from 1813, hmm, 64 years earlier, it's a divorced woman. Divorced man is without the extra E, the divorced woman has the extra E, and I don't know why there's such a huge difference between the years. That's a huge difference. That's kind of fascinating. Um, This is French from the French verb divorcer, which means to divorce. So yeah, somebody who's divorced is a a divorcee. That's it. The next word is divot. D-I-V-O-T. Noun from 1586. One is Scottish, and it is a square of turf or sod. It's a divot. Now, yeah, that's very different from what I think of, which I think is going to be the next one. But yes, just a square. What it Maybe it's like, how big is this square? Is it one foot by one foot, one meter by one meter? I don't know. It's just a square of turf or sod. Number two is a loose piece of turf. And the example is one dug from a golf fairway as making uh, in making a shot. So that also could be Scottish because golf was invented in Scotland. So when you're going, you're swinging your club and you got that big flat metal uh, piece at the end. If you hit it a little too low, you're going to take a big old divot out of the turf or sod or grass or whatever it is that's down there. And uh, it's just, it might go flying depending on how bad it is, how hard you hit it. That little piece of dirt is going to go flying. Oh, piece of dirt. So uh, that's a divot, and it's a, it creates a big old hole. That's the divot that I think of. And so I guess the original term was the, the turf that you were 
taking a divot out of that was a divot and so i wonder what the what the um the conversations were like like the first person who hit the chunk of turf out of there you 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 hit the divot you you smacked the divot the divot went flying and then they created a divot at the same time the next word is divulge or divulge transitive verb from the 15th century number one is archaic to make public and the synonym is proclaim you're going out there to the public either literally on the streets or the sidewalk or maybe these days it's in social media somehow maybe you're writing an article you are divulging some information you are making it public you're telling people about this very very secret stuff that you are divulging but this is archaic i mean that still seems pretty accurate to me but number two is a bit more specific to what we think of these days which is to make known as a confidence or secret so you are it's all about something that has been secret for a while that nobody knows about and you are making it known to the world you are proclaiming it and it is now public a synonym is the word reveal yeah that definitely connotes some some feelings of ooh, ooh we are not supposed to know this secret thing divulgence is a noun uh, let's see. So this is from the Latin divulgare, which is from dis plus vul- vulgare or vulgare, if you're going to pronounce the V sound. And that means to make known. Vulgare is to make known. And that is from vulgus, V-U-L-G-U-S, vulgus. And that means mob. So like a mob of people? I don't know. That seems kind of interesting. Can't connect that in my brain. All right. Next word. I'm trying to do a sound because there's a music thing coming up, but I don't know if I'm doing it right. Let, let's try something else. Um, okay. The next word is divvy. D-I-V-V-Y. Uh, it's a transitive verb from 1877, but I don't think... In the 1800s, they had divvy bikes that everybody could go and borrow and ride around for a while. That's a new thing. Um, But, so, you know, you'll learn now maybe why they picked the name for that company. The synonyms are divide and share. So, it's literally dividing a, a troop of bikes to the people, to the masses... And they're all, they're all sharing them. That's what it's all about. You're divvying it up, breaking apart the pieces of bread, sharing it with the people who are hungry. Yeah, this is usually used with the word up. Divvy up. Divvy up those tasty morsels of bread. Yeah, it just comes from divide. That was the last D-I-V word. Here we go with... Dixie, capital D-I-X-I-E. It's a trademark used for a paper cup, Dixie cups. That's like the standard. We don't even know what those paper cups are called. We just call them Dixie cups. 
Oh, I definitely remember those from when I was little. Those little tiny cups, perfect for a child's hands, and they maybe have cartoon characters running around the outside of the cup in a never-ending cycle. Dixiecrat is next, still with a capital D. Noun from 1948, a dissident Southern Democrat, specifically a supporter of a 1948 presidential ticket opposing the civil rights stand of the Democrats. Hmm. Uh, and Dixocratic is an adjective. So, so a dissident Southern Democrat is a Democrat in the South, but they sound like they are... They're not agreeing with the rest of the Democrats, right? Is that what it's saying? Hmm, I think, I think we need to put a little bit more information in the show notes. Was this a very specific, a word that was very specific to the time of the late 40s? Uh, and, you know, Dixie, it didn't say it in here, but we definitely think of the South or parts of the South to be considered Dixie or... Dixieland. Dixieland. Still with a capital D. Yeah, the, the South is the Dixieland where this stuff happens. And that's why the Dixiecrat is the Southern Democrat. Okay, Dixieland, noun from 1927. We've almost reached the 100-year anniversary of Dixieland. Jazz music in duple time, usually played by a small band and characterized by ensemble and solo improvisation. This is fantastic music. I think we need to post a uh, post. What are we doing? We're putting a clip, some Dixieland music, a clip of it into the show here. And um, it's just so much fun music. I love it. I don't know how to sing it, but let's listen. Let's listen to it. Dixieland music. I don't know if I've really played much. I mean, I was in a jazz band in uh, junior high, high school, little college. Um, I don't know if I literally played any Dixieland music, but it is very good fun stuff. It says it's probably from the, the name of this jazz band called the Original Dixieland Jazz Band. The Original Dixieland Jazz Band. So um, I guess maybe was Dixieland already the name of the area, and then that band played this type of music that they're like, ooh, that's that's the music of the place. It's Dixieland. And how does it go? I don't know how to sing it off the top of my head. I need to hear an example. The next word is, uh, so that was the last of the D-I-X, those three D-I-X words. Here we go with D-I-Y. There's only one, and the word is D-I-Y. All caps. Noun from 1955. The synonym is just do-it-yourself, which I believe will be coming up in the next few episodes, probably. Uh, More than a few. Do it yourself. Do it at home. Oh, we've, this has been a huge thing probably in the last 10 years. It's, oh, DIY this and DIY that. And, 
you watch those home shows and they'll teach you how to DIY, do it yourself so you don't need to pay somebody else to do it, although you might not do as good of a job. I try not to do anything myself if I can avoid it. The next word is the first of the D-I-Z's. It is Dizen or Dizen. Yeah, it's just spelled like it sounds. D-I-Z-E-N. Transitive verb from 1619. It is archaic. And the synonym is Bedizen. Bedizen, I feel like. So we added a B-E. Yeah, a B-E-D to the beginning. Um, I feel like we need to find find this word back in the B's. Bedizen? Here we go. Uh, to dress or adorn gaudily. It's uh, in, a, in a gaudy way. So, so dizen, I guess, is just the older way to say bedizen. Now we put a B-E before things. Bedazzle. Bedizen. Those are pretty much the same. So it, it says it's from the earlier, would you say Dyson or Dyson? It's, it's with an S instead of a Z. And that means to dress a distaff with flax. And I think that's the tool that they would use when they were making the, the yarn and those kinds of things. Um, flax, yeah, that would be the, the material that was used, I guess. Um, you're putting... So you're putting the flax on the distaff, so you were dizening, and then it became this whole other thing, to dress gaudily. And I think distaff is also just a word for a woman from back then. So weird. Not really weird, just to my brain. Next is dizygotic, dizygotic, or dizygous. D-I-Z-Y-G-O-T-I-C or D-I-Z-Y-G-O-U-S. Adjective from 1916. This is talking about twins and the it's just the number two definition for the word fraternal. So fraternal twins are twins that were born at the same time. They were, uh, they were growing B and fetuses at the same time, but they came from two separate eggs. So they're fraternal. They're not identical twins, which would be two, uh, one egg splitting into two little tiny beans. So the name, uh, uh, sorry, my throat got all weird. Um, the word, it doesn't give etymology here, but the DI means two and zygotic, the zygotes, those are the tiny little, uh, that's what they call them when they're like, just starting to be fertilized, I guess. Uh, there's two of them, two separate ones. Dixieland music time from the brain. I don't know why I put so much wah-wah on all this. The next word is dizzy. D-I-Z-Z-Y, first form from um, adjective from before the 12th century. Number one synonyms are foolish and silly. It's so foolish and silly to be dizzy. I wonder when this one was used mostly, maybe around the 12th century time. 2A. 
having a whirling sensation in the head with a tendency to fall. I don't know why. That is such a great definition. Having a whirling sensation in the head with a tendency to fall? Uh, I'm dizzy. Well, you were dizzy because you were spinning, and you may fall because you are dizzy. Oh, this is such a weird feeling. To be, um, it just is mentally confused. Oh, I'm feeling so dizzy because I don't understand the words that you're saying to me. 3A, causing giddiness or mental confusion, as in dizzy heights. Well, I don't think dizzy heights is going to give most people giddiness, but it might cause some mental confusion. Hmm. I think that example is really just for one of those parts. 3B, caused by or marked by giddiness. I, I think of giddiness as being very happy, and I don't think of dizzy being that. That's just the way my brain works, or my context of the word dizzy. I don't have the giddy context for dizzy. Giddy and dizzy, they don't make sense to me. 3C, extremely rapid, as in prices climbing at a dizzy rate. Now, I would say dizzying with an I-N-G, but it just it doesn't say that. It just says dizzy rate. It's so fast. It's extremely rapid. Prices going up and up. I feel like we're living through that right now. Everything is so expensive. Dizzily is an adverb, and dizziness is a noun. This is from Middle English, dizzy with one S, from Old English, dysig, D-Y-S-I-G, which means stupid, akin to the Old High German tusig, which also means stupid. I, uh, I have definitely been dizzy many times when I was more younger. I don't remember the last time I got dizzy by spinning. There was one time, God, this was so stupid. I was in junior high, and it was at night. I was getting ready. We had like a music recital, and they were like solos too, so it wasn't like the whole band was playing. So we, you know, some some of us were going up to, on the stage and in the auditorium in front of all these people to play songs. And I only lived a block and a half away from the school, so I was, I had time to kill. And for some reason, I decided to just spin and spin and spin in my room until I felt so crappy. I think I almost threw up. I didn't quite get that far, but I did not feel good for a while. And uh, I think we, we canceled. We called the school and said, Spencer can't go because he was a dumb little kid and decided to spin around and get dizzy. Um, and they were like, okay, fine. That was kind of disappointing. But then I waited it out and, uh, and I felt better. So I went and I was just, they just put me later in the program because, because of my dumb spinning times. Oh, oh, that was so silly. Okay, next word. The second form of dizzy is a transitive verb. I feel like I'm talking at a dizzy pace, but uh, it's just how it's coming out. And I, I do have some things I got to do. So dizzy, the verb, dizzied or dizzying, those are the other forms. It's uh, only transitive verb from 1501, one to make dizzy or giddy. 
I have made this podcast so dizzy and giddy somehow. Two, the synonym is bewilder, as in disasters that dizzy the mind. I am getting a bit dizzied by the disasters that are happening. Just last night, there was a big old earthquake in Turkey, and I don't know, we've just been seeing so many things. (sighs) I'm bewildered by all of this. Not really, though, because I know why it's happening. Dizzyingly is an adverb. Dizzyingly. All right, we made it. No more D-I words. D-I, and the next letter of the alphabet is... DJ. First form, DJ. We go from D-I to DJ. That's how this works. It's all capitalized. Noun from 1950. Although it does say it's often not capitalized. That's interesting. Um, It's just the synonym disc jockey. The one who is jockeying the discs, moving the records, the CDs. They don't even use those physical things anymore, mostly. It's all digital. Disc jockey. DJ. Okay, I got nothing else. Hey, Mr. DJ. I thought you said we had a deal. I thought you said you scratch my back and I'll scratch you again. And I thought you said we had a deal. The second form of DJ. This is an abbreviation, which I guess you could also say disc jockey. It's an abbreviation for disc jockey, but it just became its own word. So it's an abbreviation for one district district judge. District, the judge, the judge for the district. Two, doctor of jurisprudence. And I think that would be in the legal world, right? They're a doctor of the judicial things, jurisprudence. And three, dust jacket. Is this the dust jacket that you find on an, a vinyl, an LP, a record, a spinny disc? Disc dust jacket. Hmm. The disc jockeys are jockeying the dust jackets, the DJs and the DJs. I don't know. Oh, next word. Okay, this one is uh, different from all the other ones. It is pronounced jalaba. D-J-E-L-L-A-B-A. Or you can add an H at the end. Jalaba. Noun from 1919. It is a long, loose garment with full sleeves and a hood. And uh, this is from the Arabic word jalaba, jalabia. I don't know how to pronounce that, uh, but maybe we should post a picture on the social media at Dictionary Pod of a jalaba because I would assume that most listeners here have never seen one. They don't know what it is, just like me. D J E L L A B A. The next word is D-J-I-A, all caps, abbreviation for Dow Jones Industrial Average. That has to do with the stocks. The next word is gin. 
Now you can spell it D-J-I-N-N or D-J-I-N-N-I, which I would assume would be Ginny, but it doesn't say that. But it is a variation of Ginny, J-I-N-N-I with no D. Now I have heard of the Jinn in, oh, is it India, Pakistan? Uh, they talked about it a lot actually in that Marvel show, Ms. Marvel. Um, but I don't know if this is the kind of gin that we're talking about. I feel like it is, but I just, I can't, can't, you just can't quote me on that at this moment in time. When we get to the J's, we'll talk about Ginny. Okay, no more DJ words. DK is next. DK, all lowercase, abbreviation for one, dark two, deck, and three, dock. And uh, they don't have the other vowels, uh, dick and duck. I guess you can't abbreviate those words to DK. Dark, deck, dick, dock, duck. How deep down does a diving duck dive when a diving duck dives down deep? Next is DL, abbreviation for deciliter which I think is a tenth of a liter. DL again, all caps, abbreviation for disabled list. Who is disabled on your football team? Who is disabled on your football team? Next word. DL again, this is a prefix though. Interesting. D, you say DL or DL. Number one, you could spell this one D comma L. So this one is consisting of equal amounts of the dextrorotatory and levorotatory forms of a specified compound, as in DL tartaric acid. And it's DL hyphen. It looks like it's always DL hyphen, DL tartaric acid. And sometimes you do D comma L. Two, consisting of equal amounts of the D and L forms of a specified compound, as in DL fructose. Yeah, I don't know nothing about that stuff, but it has to do with dextrorotatory and levorotatory forms of a specified compound. Next word. D-layer. Two words. The D is all by itself and it is capitalized. Noun from circa 1934. A layer with the D region of the ionosphere. Ionosphere. And then also, uh, I guess the synonym would be D region which, oh, we might see that later. We got a ways until we get to the DRs. So something about the ionosphere up in the sky. Hmm. Next word. Oh, it's almost the last word. Now, I think you would call this, you'd say D-lit. Capital D, capital L, I-T-T, or you can only spell it with one T, which I feel like makes way more sense. D-lit. 
abbreviation for Doctor of Letters or Doct... Oh, that's the double T. But that's weird because it's L-I-T-T. Doctor of Letters or Doctor of Literature. Adilit. The New Latin... Oh, that's why it's a double T. Because it's from the New Latin Doctor Literarum, which has two T's. Okay, it does make sense now. There's one more word for this episode. Wow, I'm looking into the next column. And that's, there's a whole, that's a, that's an interesting section. Okay, last word. D-L-O, all caps, abbreviation for dead letter office. It's the office where the, the letters go to die. All right, what were the words? They were divorcee, divorcee, divot, divulge, divvy, Dixie, Dixiecrat, Dixieland, DIY, Dizen, Dizygotic, Dizzy, Dizzy, DJ, DJ, Jalaba, DJIA, Ginny or Gin, DK, DL, 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 Delayer, Delit, and DLO, no, DLO. Oh, well, you know, the Dixieland music is pretty great, but we got a whole lot of examples of that. Uh, let's see, I guess I am a divorcee, I, I, or I was, I get, if you get remarried, can you still call yourself a divorcee? I don't know the rules of that. They didn't talk about that in, in my divorcee club. Um, I do like the idea of divvying things up so everybody gets equal portions. I like that. Um, I just, just because of my silly little story, I think I'll pick dizzy as the word of the episode because... Who, who doesn't like to just spin around and get a little dizzy? Don't do it too much, though. It could really mess up your stomach, your little tum-tum. You don't want to get all nauseous, nauseous, have nausea, um, dizzy. And what was that? There's the great definition. Having a whirling sensation in the head with a tendency to fall. That's dizzy, 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 dizzy. It's also giddy, 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 giddy. Okay, that is going to be the end of this, 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 this episode. Um, and I don't have any more things to say about the words. I hope you have very much enjoyed this. Um, I do need to mention a couple more movie, movies that I saw. Oh, I think I left off with To Leslie. Did I mention that? It's a cautionary tale about alcohol, mostly. Knock at the cabin. I feel like we are starting to live through this knock at the cabin with the news of the earthquake. Um, oh, yeah. Lots to say, lots to think about with this movie. I enjoyed it. Very, overall, very real reactions and performances. And yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, Then we watched Hook later that night. Hadn't seen that movie in so many years. It's so much fun. The sets are just absolutely incredible. Uh, Yeah. I guess a little on the dated side, but not really. I mean, it's it's kind of timeless. Um, yeah, not everything ages perfectly, but good, good fun movie. Spielberg should not feel so uh, sad about that one. I think overall he did a good job. It was a good movie. Okay, that's it. No more things to say. This has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye. <laughs>